on air coming up. Completely unsanctioned by the church. Don't on air. Whatever, let's just do this. Don't on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Give human beings opportunity, and you'll be absolutely shocked with what people do with it. Stone on air coming up. Stone on air. It's Thursday, August the 11th already. It is. Time flies and ain't got nothing to do with whether you're having any fun or not. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air podcast coming to you live from WAWL.org on the campus of Chattanooga State Community College. Equal opportunity generational hater. On all social media at Stone On Air, that's how you can touch base on any of the usual suspects Instagram. Twitter, which is dying a miserably slow death, but I still enjoy Twitter. Facebook, as well as Snapchat. I was complaining on social media the other day that Instagram has basically ripped off the entire concept of Snapchat, which I think is a little, uh, I don't know, lacking of creativity and innovation. But hey, you can't buy them and you can't join them like Facebook Inc. tried to do with Snapchat, I guess, just uh, mimic them. I don't know, but at Stone On Air is how you can uh, touch base with me and any of those platforms. StoneOnAir at gmail.com. StoneOnAir at gmail is how you get me through uh, email. And speaking of mail, um, guess what Ryan Oyer did, the local musician from the Ryan Oyer band? He dropped a compact disc in the mail, and it showed up at my house, the old-fashioned way. You know how much attention that got? All of my attention. I love that. Um, yeah, you can shoot me some MP3s if you've got some music you'd like me to use on the show. No problem. That That's okay. I get it. But um, tangible things in my hands. Uh, and, and CDs uh, are still close to my heart. I, I, I collect compact discs. So uh, bumper music today will be cuts from the uh, new EP, which is yet to be released. I'll look at the date here when we go to break. I believe it's September 23rd at the Grand Falloon. Um, but let me double check that coming up here in a minute. Uh, the numbers 7, 1,968, 281, 1,150, and 38. I'll give you one more update on what those numbers mean here in just a couple of minutes. I want to thank Tim Kelly for being here last week. That was a heck of a show. Um, I wasn't even really sure what we were going to be talking I mean, I knew what we were going to be talking about, but I didn't know exactly what direction it would go. And sometimes that makes for train wreck, horrific uh, radio. And sometimes that makes for incredible, um, spontaneous and, and outside-the-box thinking radio. And and or podcasting, I think I think that's what we did, and I I, I really really enjoyed um, the conversation that uh, I had with Tim. So 
Check it out from last week's podcast. It was officially, technically, because of a technical glitch I ran into, posted on August 5th. SoundCloud is the hub for all the audio um, from these podcasts. But like I mentioned last week, I believe that we are now, we being I, this radio show, this podcast, Stone on Air, is available on any application that you've got on a mobile device if it's a podcasting application. So if you if you search all one word Stone on Air, you will find this show pretty much global, which is really cool. Uh, as I ch- continue to try to put together the show concept, which I'll tell you what that is here just a, in a minute. And later today for a quick uh, guest, just jumping in here for one short segment at the end of the of the show, Don Hickson, the uh, program director, longtime program director, used to uh, run the board over at uh, DEF for, with uh, Luther, um, maybe upwards of 20 years ago. Um, he'll be in just to talk for a couple of minutes. The numbers, seven podcasts since July 18th. The number of total listens on SoundCloud alone, 1,968 to an average of 281 listens per Show just through SoundCloud analytics and the other numbers 1,150 and the number 38. It's 1,150 hours and 38 cents, 38 seconds, excuse 38 minutes. Blah! <laughs> that uh, since I last listened to the station that I used to work for, which will for this podcast remain uh, nameless just for the sake of it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Thinking about, but man, have you guys seeing this out here? The dead deads. Are you following these, these girls? Are you following what's going on with them? Good. Holy wow. They're, uh, they've had a couple of prominent tours opening slots, but this one with Bush has been incredible. The, the Instagram videos and pictures and from, uh, all five of the girls and from the band's main account, uh, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, they're on all of them too. Uh, if you're not following along, you're missing out on how cool of a ride that this band is having. And they're on their way to being the real deal, the absolute real deal. So I'm very proud of uh, of them. They're longtime friends of mine. And um, the CD release party for them is coming up August 26th here in town at JJ's. I'm going to skip that one and spend the weekend in Nashville because the CD release party uh, for your obliteration is the name of the album. Uh, the CD release party for Nashville will be the following night at the basement in uh, in Nashville, and I think I'll use that as an excuse to get out of town for a couple of days. Um, there's three adjectives as we open up the show with the Stone's Throw segment. Three adjectives that are used far too much in American lexicon, and I'll tell you what that is in the Stone's Throw segment. Heads up! It's Stone's Throw. Wait, what? Oh, whoa! Back up the truck. Beep, beep. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me, I'm stupid, I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? Three words that are used by the average American, and I've, you know, I've, I'm guilty of it as well, we all are, pretty much everybody is, that we use far too often are the adjectives dumb, idiot, and stupid. Man, he's stupid. They're an idiot. That's dumb. What a dumbass that guy is. Man, what an idiot. That guy's stupid as hell. I mean, we we use it so frequently, and it just makes you sound stupid, really. I mean, I I, I really do believe that it's it's almost like crying wolf. You know, you say you say it so many times, I can't I, you've you're, you've called everybody in the room stupid. Not everybody here is dumb. 
All right. You've called everybody in the in the building an idiot. Not everybody in the building is an idiot. You're losing your 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 words are losing credibility. Often when I try to refer to something that I find to be just asinine, just absolutely the dumbest thing, intellectually deficient, intelligently impaired, imbecile, you know, words that actually, and, 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 and a string of words and sentences that actually mean something more than just the three stupid little words, and I just did it right there. Stupid, dumb, and idiot. And, I, and I'm the biggest culprit of stupid. I call everything stupid. But I'm talking more along the line when I say the stupid CD players. Like, oh, I got to get up and go do that stupid podcast. I do that all the time. But we call people stupid. And we and who's really not all that dumb. Who we call stupid and idiots and dumb all the time are politicians. And I've got numbers that I'm going to show you when we get back from after this segment that are going to prove to you that your elected officials most of the time aren't dumb. Their constituents are. Most of the time, the people elected to represent you in Congress or as your mayor or as your governor, certainly as your president, and, and just insert anywhere else here, lower levels, city council, county commission, These people are not stupid. I'll make the argument that you are. (laughs) You're stupid. I'm stupid. We are stupid. I'll give you some numbers on that to prove that here in a minute. But what got me thinking about this was because we also get get very, very angry when we start calling politicians names. It's because they lie. They lie a lot. It's not just Hillary Clinton. It's not just Don Trump. It's, it's m- most of them, lots and lots and lots of them, they lie. And I got to thinking, why do they lie? Or why do they flip-flop? Or why do they say the things they do? It's because that's what their constituents want. That's what the electorate wants. We've, we're, we're, we're a nation of, of lies. We're a nation of, of fallacy. We're a nation of lying to each other. Every single day in business. Every single day in social circles. Every single day in advertising, lies, lie. All we do is lie. We want to be lied to. And nothing was more an example of that than the Republican National Nightmare Convention three weeks ago or whenever it was. And the, and, and the social media world exploded because John Kasich in his home state of Ohio didn't show up to endorse Trump. And everybody was mad, 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 mad. The reason he didn't show up to endorse Trump is because he doesn't endorse Trump. And the Republican Party in a, in a, in a uh, collective way was mad that John Kasich didn't come to the Republican National Convention and didn't stand at the podium and didn't lie to you and to them. They were mad that the man didn't lie to them. That is stupid, my friends. That is dumb. That is idiotic. Seriously. Mad at a man because he won't lie to you. And there's a perfect example of how John Kasich's not dumb. The, the citizens of Ohio 
are dumb. The electorate is dumb. And I'll give you some numbers to prove what I mean by that and to show you once and for all that we're focusing on who the, who the dumb people are in the wrong places. I mean, these, some of these numbers will blow your damn mind. And almost all of them are coming from, and I'm actually not almost, all of them are coming from the United Census Bureau. And we'll do some comparison. And we'll take a look and see who exactly who is dumb when we get back. Don Hickson at the tail end of the show. It is the Stone On Air podcast for August 11th, 2016. Bumper music for the rest of the way and then a full tune on the way out from Ryan Oyers. So far, so good. Will be released next month. I'll tell you more about that. And who's dumb? Who really is the dumb one? I'll tell you when we get back. Stone on air. Thank you for being here. Back with the Stone on our podcast, and as I'm the host, producer, director, the boss, the janitor, the receptionist, I get to call the shots. This is new Ryan Oyer, unreleased CD release part will be next month, and we'll listen to it for a minute. Atlanta, I've got something to say. Life courses through my veins. No matter how far I try to run away, need for fixing still. around for the damn CD to tell you what song's called and I can't find it. I did find out, however, when the uh, EP release show is, it is, I was right, the Grand Falloon, Friday, September 23rd. But yeah, if you guys are out there and you gotta get a band or you got some stuff you want to get to me, I would love to go to my mailbox and pull out some actual mail, weed through all that junk. My name is Brian Stone. Um, it's the eighth show I've done, and I appreciate the um, the support that I've gotten from a lot of people in this city. And if and if you've if you've Facebooked or Twittered or Instagrammed and liked and shared and 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 tagged and anything along those lines, that stuff's more important now than ever. And you know that, and I know that, and there's a lot of people that don't understand that quite as much, but. Uh, it really is important, and you know, when I was talking to some people about doing a, a podcast, when I got out of the, uh, you know, when I got out of, when I was let go from the radio world, I, I, 
I didn't realize how important all that stuff was until I started doing some uh, doing some research on it. And somebody, uh, a couple different people from industry types, I would talk to, like, you know what? I'd be actually pretty terrified to see what the actual true raw data numbers are of who's listening because in radio, it's fake. It's made up. Um, they just they take some. Uh, it is just archaic as it could be. It's it's a bunch of things mailed out and a handful of them come back. And then they times it by some kind of number and then they, you know, divide it by this and then carry the one. It's totally fake. It's not real. And it's just a, it's a business model built on fallacy for 100 years. And it's worked at least for most of those years here. This is in digital world. You get actual real data. Subscribers have to subscribe. The listener count is shown on, you know, through the through the downloads and through the listens and through the clicks. It's 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 numbers that can't be they can be screwed with, but not. Not nearly as easily, and and not done, you know, voluntarily, basically, like uh, like the radio business does. So, I've uh, I've been pretty impressed with 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 the numbers so far, and and I, I certainly do appreciate it. So, last segment talking about where we use dumb and stupid and idiot way too often. I'm a I'm a a, a culprit of it myself. But what I really found strange is how we're just constantly calling. Our, our elected officials, stupid and dumb. And Chuck Fleischman, he's an idiot. That guy's dumb. Well, he's not. As a matter of fact, he's not. Um, so I'm going to look at five different people here locally and three locally, two nationally. And we'll start with the th- – speaking of Fleischman, we'll start with the third district here in Tennessee where most of you listening are from, Hamilton County, and then going up – you know, they, these things snake all over the place. It goes up towards uh, towards Knoxville and and uh, I don't know exactly the lines, but it's, it's the eastern board here of, uh, of, of Tennessee. And we'll look at from the U.S. Census Bureau, what makes up the third district? Let's take a look. Of 25 years of age or older, it's about a half a million people. 5.5% of the third district in Tennessee has less than a ninth grade education. That's still, that's, that's 28,000 people have less than a ninth grade education, 25 years of age or older. That's a pretty high number. Um, no, more than ninth grade education, but not a high school diploma is nearly 10%. High school graduate, 34% in the third district of Tennessee. Some college, no degree, that would be me, 21%. Associate's degree, which isn't, doesn't get you all that much, but it's certainly better than nothing, 7%. Bachelor's degree in the third district out of a half a million people, 25 years or older, 14% have a bachelor's degree, which is really what you need in a specific, a specific field that's marketable to get real work and real jobs. 14% of the district have a bachelor's degree. And a graduate or professional degree above that, 9%. Those aren't very good numbers. Those aren't numbers that show uh, that there's a lot of intelligence flowing through the 3rd District. Chuck Fleischman, the representative for that district, has a BA in political science at the University of Illinois. Phi Beta Kappa and Magna Cum Laude, whatever that's called, honors. He received his Juris Doctor at the University of Tennessee College of Law in Knoxville. Yeah, that Fleischman, that guy's dumb, dude. That guy's stupid. I hate that guy. No, come on now. His constituents are dumb. He's not. So he has to act accordingly. We'll take a look at the 4th District. 
Scott Desjardins is the representative there who is, uh, looks like he will be reelected as well. Very similar numbers, a little bit less, not quite a half a million, 5% less than ninth grade, 10% with no, no high school diploma, 35% high school graduates, 20% some college, basically this is the same numbers. Bachelor degree still only at 14%. Scott Desjardins earned his undergraduate degree in chemistry and psychology from the University of South Dakota in 1987 and his doctor of medicine from the University of South Dakota School of Medicine in 1991. Yeah, I bet that Scott Desjardins dude's stupid as hell. Now, do I like either of those two dudes? No, but they're not dumb. Their constituents are. One you haven't heard of as much is the con- Congressional District number 9 in Georgia, with his North Georgia, borders North Carolina, and a little bit of Tennessee. Very similar numbers once again. 7.5% less than ninth grade education. 11% don't have a diploma. 32% are high school graduates. 21% some college. Very similar numbers. The representative for Georgia District 9 is Doug Collins. He attended North Georgia State University, where he received a B.A. in political science and criminal law in 1988. He attended the New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary, receiving a Master of Divinity, whatever the hell that is, in 1996. Collins also earned his Juris Doctor from John Marshall Law School in 2007. Yes, Doug Collins is not dumb. Ninth District of Georgia is not their representative. And so let's look nationally. How about it? Look at the numbers across the board. Population 25 or over, 212 million people in the United States of America that are 25 years of age or older. High school graduate, 88%. Not bad. As a whole, across the board, 88% high school graduate. Some college, 58%. Associate's degree, which again, not better than nothing, but doesn't get you much, 42%. A bachelor's degree, 32%. So basically, two-thirds of the country doesn't have a bachelor's degree, which is the common goal, really, when we all get started. If you can reach that, that bachelor's degree, you're going to be looking at potentially, probably, hopefully, if you pick the right line of study, some pretty decent work. Two-thirds of people walking around don't have that. And advanced degree beyond that is 12%. And there you go. That's your numbers for the United States. That President Obama, man, that guy is dumb. What an idiot. See that idiot on TV the other day? President Obama studied at Occidental College in Los Angeles for two years. He then transferred to Columbia University in New York City, graduated in 1983 with a degree in political science. In February 1990, Obama was elected the first African-American editor of the Harvard Law Review. He graduated magna cum laude, however you say that, from Harvard Law in 1991. The president of the United States is not dumb. The United States of America collectively is. Our former president, George W. Bush, went to Yale University from 64 to 68, graduating with a Bachelor of Arts degree in history. In 1973, George Bush attended Harvard Business School, where he, where he earned an MBA degree. He is the only president to have earned an MBA, which is a Master's, master's of Business Administration. He's the only president to have ever done that. And everybody called George W. Bush stupid. Everybody called him stupid. And that's not fair because he's not stupid. And most elected officials are not. Most have studied constitutional law and some kind of law of any kind. These people know their, their brains work just fine. They make the decisions that they do because of their constituents. It's, it's a broken system. I'm not saying I'm enjoy, I enjoy the system and I'm happy with the way that it goes. Trust me, I'm, I'm not singing the praises of the United States uh, electoral 
process. Trust me, I'm not. But to just run around, we're focusing on the wrong things. As you see, President Obama, that guy's an idiot. I hate that guy. Put a little, let's put a little extra thought into your comments before you just start blurting out stuff. It makes you, it makes you look dumb. The joke's on you, bud. Bud, the joke's on you, gal. There's a CD case of the Oyer album. So far, so good. Miles away is the name of this tune. I'll play one in its entirety on the way out. A little shorter show today. Um, I gotta, t- I gotta be honest with you. For the first five weeks after my uh, dismissal from that other station that goes nameless today, I was I was rocking it, man. I was rocking it. I was out every single day. I was having meeting. I was drinking coffee. I hate coffee, and I was drinking it almost every other day. And I was meeting with people, and we were getting dreaming big dreams and throwing big ideas. And this week, I kind of just I hit a wall, and I stayed up too late. And I slept in too long and didn't get much done. And it's kind of been a drag. So I'm going to try to right that ship and put the, get this train back on the tracks. Today's podcast is a start to that. Tomorrow I do have a meeting with some prominent people. Try to pick up where we left off next week. Getting together with the collab people. I did mention I was going to talk to you about the, the show direction, which I still don't know completely yet. But I'll figure that out more with some of the direction I'm getting from the company lab. They're an incubator for startups, and I've made some good um, relationships down there, and they're helping me for virtually no cost. Uh, I don't know if I'm not supposed to say that out loud or not, but sorry, too late now. And so that's going to be helping getting things going in the direction. But a daily mention, a weekly show, as a business model, not just some hobby, that's what the goal is here for the Stone On Air podcast. And a little bit more than that, too. That isn't ironed out enough to mention just yet. But your support, as I mentioned earlier, is vital. Vital to that becoming a reality. And so that's on me to provide quality, thought-provoking content with guests that you're interested in hearing from. And that's on me. And that's the goal. And that's what I'm working for. At Stone on Air, am I doing something wrong? Something different? Want me to do something differently? Constructive criticism. I am a, the world's greatest at receiving constructive criticism. Most people get all pissed off and call you an idiot if you do it. Not me. I want to hear about it. At Stone on Air, Don Hickson, the program director of WAWL and a longtime radio guy, will join me for the final segment of Stone on Air. You'd be so kind, dear. You let me down real slow. There's a lot that I don't understand, even more that I don't know. 